0: This is the GeoVersive Earth Intelligence Podcast. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. I'm Don Shelby, welcoming you to Episode 12 of GeoVersive's Earth Intelligence. We are recording on January 7th of 2021. Yesterday, the nation's capital was invaded by insurrectionists, inspired by President Donald Trump and his allies, to take over by force the people's house and to stop the people's business. Now, you've seen it and you have your own opinions. In this podcast, we are straying slightly afield from the strict climate change and sustainability format, but it is the very sustainability of democracy that we speak of, and how it cannot be sustained if truth is a victim of political ambition. We are in this country at a point that we find ourselves today because the American people have been lied to by the president his minions, and by representatives of the people. We'll examine the role truth plays in a constitutional democracy. Joe Robertson is with me. He is the founder of GeoVersive and Citizens Climate International Director and lead strategist for the Resilience Intel Climate Smart Finance Initiative. Joe, thank you for being with us. Myra can't be with us today because she's still busy wrapping up her work Uh, that she has done in Georgia. Joe, is there a relationship between speaking the truth to the people and having them act on the truth and being lied to and people believing it? Can democracy long stand if that's the standard?
1: To me, this is the very heart of democracy. It is where everything starts if you go back to 1774, 75, and what eventually led up to the Declaration of Independence, you see people saying that these things which have taken place must be called out, there must be truth spoken to power, and there are certain indignities, certain violations of rights that can never be countenanced. And so when we start then setting up a constitution to give life to that democracy that came out of that moment. The First Amendment to the constitution, which enshrines the rights of the people to participate in the public space, essentially says that the people have the right to speak truth to power. That's where it all starts. Without that, we don't have democracy. We don't have a civic space people can participate in. So the idea that power would be able to lie to the people in order to control people's behavior and select the kind of political environment that power works in. It's totally antithetical to democracy. There's no way for democracy to work like that.
0: I would like to go back to my roots in journalism. Now, I cannot lie without consequence. If I knowingly put a falsehood on the air that I know to be false, my career is over, and I may be liable under the law for damages. If I make a report that's false, that I do not know is false, that's no refuge for a journalist. In First Amendment law, if I have shown reckless disregard for the truth, or have had any suspicion that what I was reporting was possibly false, I'm as guilty as if i had intentionally lied to the people but it seems to me that politicians be at least held to a similar standard under penalty of law to not knowingly speak a falsehood to the people they represent
1: i think that probably most people would feel very sympathetic to that view i don't i don't really see a moral problem with it there's certainly the question of whether what a person in a position to make consequential decisions, thinks is true in the moment ends up being what is true. There are real questions about that. But if a person in power deliberately lies in order to profit for themselves or deliberately lies and takes lives as a result, I think the idea that that is not a kind of fraud, it's insane. It's insane that, that we would think it's all right for someone to come into power, deliberately mislead people, and create a situation where people die create a situation where serious consequences unfold and then they themselves have no accountability for that. Of course, the most important accountability is that we get to choose our government. And that's maybe where people say, well, when it's a matter of opinion, you leave it to the people to decide. But there are some things that are not a matter of opinion. It is not a matter of opinion when a president is briefed that lethal novel pathogen could kill millions of people and then lies about it for months and months and months and ridicules and persecutes the people who try to protect human life. That, that is not a matter of opinion. That is a systematic fraud that led to mass death and suffering. It shouldn't be okay. It shouldn't wait for an election when someone is that dangerous. You know, there are other issues like that. There are issues of war and peace, The climate issue, public health, environmental justice issues. There are issues of whether a politician says, I'm campaigning to give your money back to you, and then instead they give it to someone else. These are not matters of opinion. These are either truth or lie, and we have to find ways to hold people accountable. The vote is one way. All of the ways we do that should be lawful, should be civil, should be without any kind of violence. The thing I think that is missing when people think they're going to make a leap from not knowing what's going on to having terrible information from untrustworthy sources to then becoming violent, what's missing from all of that is that they don't understand that they can play a role. They don't understand that they can participate. They can build relationships with people in public office and be constructive members of society. Uh, And when that option is taken away from people, democracy starts to fail.
0: But it is not lost on me that fact checkers have been fast at work for uh, many years, but uh, certainly in the past four, and have cataloged more than 30,000 lies and misleading statements by uh, Donald Trump. The public has been warned and warned and warned and warned. And I'm not about to let the public off the hook because it takes two to tango. The liar. And the person who hears the lie, believes it, whether it is true or not, may even entertain the fantasy that it is true when they know it is not, and adopt it. If a person acts negatively to society because they believed a falsehood, is there a solution to that?
1: There's no easy solution, because there is the reality that people can be defrauded, they can be duped, they can be conned, they can be radicalized even. It starts from two places that are both important. One is the responsibility of the leaders who lie and the platforms that deliberately sow disinformation in order to attempt to control the political outcomes that they will get. Those people are accountable for inciting what comes from their actions. If they tell people falsely that an election was stolen, and those people then decide they're going to go and do something, the people who do something unlawful are directly responsible. But the people who incite them to do it, who tell them that that would be something to think about, something to try, who use that language that says that's okay, those people are also responsible. The President of the United States has multiple times, many, many times over the years, made violent threats or insinuations of violence. Yesterday, after armed terrorist militants staged a coup attempt in his name, he said he loved them. He is responsible for that relationship. He is responsible for what his lies have done to those people. The other side of it is that people are responsible for what they choose to believe. You know, belief is not an accidental condition. You choose what you believe. That's the difference between knowing and believing. Knowing something is that you have access to information, you study the information, you find out where things are what they seem and where they're not what they seem, and you make a distinction between truth and lie, and you know the truth believing is a choice. You make that choice. If you choose to believe a source that never tells the truth, that never provides any evidence, that constantly makes menacing threats about people around you, and you choose to indulge in that and you choose to let that hate wash over you, you are responsible for doing that. And we need a society, we need a society-wide shift in how we think about that part of personal responsibility. You're not a victim because a politician lied to you. You have a right that they not lie, but you have an obligation to find out for yourself.
0: So it goes back to some of the very first things we talked about on earth intelligence, and that is the idea of the dearth of critical thinking that's going on in this country today. Uh, somehow it has not been taught, it's not been bread into the system, has not been baked into the cake. And I wonder if that wasn't some of the intention of the individuals in power to require us, in essence, to become sheep that follow the dictates and the language and the words and the promises of those people we hold in esteem and who hold the
1: power. Have we stopped thinking uh, that, is the, that is the operative question. I think we have, in many ways, something that we may look back on when we look at this moment in our history is right now, every day, we hear people making comments of the following kind. Those people aren't really thinking, they're feeling. We're talking about people who are expressing hate, who are expressing anger, who are expressing uh, profound, visceral association with lies about their fellow citizens about the integrity of our republic and people are saying those people are really feeling they're not really thinking and we have a duty as citizens to think about what we do to each other we can't just feel our way through the dark but to go to your other question is there something deliberate going on we also every day hear that there's a a quote unquote conservative media environment or conservative media ecosystem, I would argue that there's nothing conservative about any of what that idea references. People who do have conservative views, who are less interested in certain types of social progress or concerned about change in their environment, who are conservative, are, I think, led to believe they're hearing from people who are also conservative but that media environment is really an impunity agenda. It is all about allowing power to run roughshod over people without their right to redress, also a First Amendment right, being fully protected. And I think there is something deliberate about that. You have billions of dollars a year going into the creation of that media environment that fosters an atmosphere of impunity, where people are disempowered. They're disempowered because they are separated from those who serve them. They're disempowered because instead of having faith in the system that they own, not their government, they believe nothing about it. They, they have no faith in it. They think it has betrayed them. They're disempowered because they're being told that the very people and policies that want to protect them and protect their rights and make sure they're safe and make sure they're healthy and make sure they're free to think for themselves. They're being told those people and those policies are dangerous and are getting in the way of their freedom. None of that is conservative. That is twisted logic, trying to get between people and their rights, trying to get between people and redress for injustice. That is an impunity agenda. I think it is deliberate. I think it is very well funded. The records of that funding are, are in broad daylight for everyone to see. The question is, what is it doing to us? It is making us a less democratic society. The people who are creating that media ecosystem are fostering a kind of authoritarian political atmosphere where powerful people get to choose how their voters behave get to predetermine the outcomes of elections. That is a serious existential threat to democracy. And we saw what it leads to yesterday on Capitol Hill. A final point on this though I would say is we shouldn't be quick to dismiss the people. The people voted in the largest numbers in any election in the history of the world outside of India to reject the government that incited this coup, this coup attempt the reject the government that is disempowering them and attacking them in that way. And so what we need to do, I think, is give people the opportunity to have more access to their representatives, more access to decision-making, more access to the process of envisioning the future that they will ultimately live so that they don't live with so much cynicism and doubt, and they are not so susceptible to this impunity agenda.
0: I have to go back to the word truth. Will there be required in the future some form of truth squad, which we've seen historically is uh, terrible? We've seen in literature the awful consequences of such a thing. But how do we require, how do we ask for, how do we plead for truth in the public arena?
1: You know, I would say we already have that, and we are being tested mightily, and it is a very dark moment in that sense. But that is what the press do. They are seeking the truth and telling us the truth. Many who are part of a particular kind of ideological bias may not do that, but the best journalists, and many of them are very much mainstream, very prominent media personalities or platforms, they are seeking truth, they are telling truth, and they are doing that to make sure we are free. We are not free, however, if we don't then engage. And engage doesn't mean yell and scream. It doesn't mean make threats. It doesn't mean try to eliminate the people you disagree with. Engage means go and have a conversation with the people who make decisions on your behalf. A conversation. Start by talking to them about who they are and what they represent, which is partly you. They also want to know you so that they can represent you better. We have courts that are there to evaluate evidence. When it's really necessary to dig in and make a legal decision, that doesn't get done by an executive agency. It gets done by a court of law that is independent from the executive branch, that is independent from the legislative branch of government, um, where the job of those people is to make sure that truth wins. It doesn't always, but what we're seeing, what we've seen in the 2020 election cycle, is that with all of the lies brought to try to skew the political discourse and to try to incite this this extremist movement that that attacked the Capitol yesterday, what we've seen is that the courts have actually made sure that lies don't govern to the extent that they can they have made sure that decisions of government are made based on evidence, based on truth, based on the law. And we're fortunate that we've had many public servants, Republicans, Democrats, independents, that have just done their job. They've just done their duty as public servants and made sure that the election was lawful, secure, free, and fair. Um, So I don't think we need a truth squad. I think we need people to seek evidence and make decisions based on evidence and engage the system in good faith and we need a free press that is relentless about speaking truth to power and we need we need an independent judiciary that cannot be biased by self-interested or corrupt politicians
0: thank you very much joe and thank you very much everyone we are uh, making this explicit to you that We are recording on the day after. There may be much news that breaks in the next uh, 24, 48, 72 hours that we cannot predict. Uh, Know that this is an exercise in asking for critical thinking as a force against that which would destroy the democracy. In other words, critical thinking is a part of the sustainability of our form of government thank you joe and thank you for your wisdom
1: thank you don it's a pleasure to be here and thank you to everyone who's listening and who is thinking through how we make this world work
0: if you have any comments please uh, put them forward at earthintel.org we'll take your comments we'll read them in the podcast we'll design podcasts around your suggestions and please on social media if you like this kind of programming Please reach out to your friends and your circle in social media. Let them know where we are on all platforms, earthintel.org. Thank you very much, everyone, for being with us.